Grand Rising, Grand Rising. It's really funny when you hear an old tune and you think like, oh, you actually sound slow and your bass line is not so heavy anymore. I love that song. Jay Haas, Friendly Widow. I had to play it because today we're talking about it's marinating season and he talks about seasoning. So I just had to, I just had to do it. I pray you are all well. I pray that you guys have had a beautiful, beautiful weekend and an amazing start to your week. We're back in the building. It's your girl, Coach T. And this morning we are talking about it being marinating season. So as I always do, I'm gonna take y'all on a journey with me. So I had a moment yesterday. It was more than a moment. It was like three hours. <laughs> it was three hours of feeling, mm, I don't want to say shit, but I want to say feeling low for like three hours. I cannot tell you guys the last time that I felt like that for that amount of time. I normally can have a moment. I can have a little, yeah, a little fluctuation in my vibration but it was like three hours of just tears and me trying to do something then sitting down thinking now nah, I'm not doing this then thinking maybe I should just go back to bed and then being like but girl you're self-employed if you don't work like who's gonna do the work then it was like nothing matters I don't really care like it was a terrible low rant if you like and I loved it. I allowed myself to fully be within that space. I fully allowed myself to be there. But when I was there, I was questioning like, well, how the hell did you get here, T? Like, first of all, Monday is my favorite day of the week. I'm always pumped on a Monday. And from when I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, if meh was a person, it would have been me. Like, it was fully me. And so normally on a Monday when I wake up and I do my prayers and then I go into my 5 a.m. club, my energy is like 100. I will then more than likely on a Monday play something motivational. And I just woke up feeling not bad, not amazingly great, just okay. And I automatically had this feeling like, you know what, I don't want to serve today. Like, I didn't even want to press play on an audio. I didn't really want to speak to anybody. I didn't want my phone to ring. I genuinely just knew that I needed some time for me. And as I sat in 5 a.m. for the first hour of my day, I literally journaled about 20 pages, no lie, about 20 pages in my journal. And I was so grateful. But one thing that I observed when I was journaling was like, I went to my journal with a certain... Thing on my mind like I need to just get this out and it was like as I started writing a million different threads was coming off of one thing and I was like I'm just writing but I was writing with the awareness like I'm not even sure if this is making sense I'm not sure if there's a thread in this I'm not sure if it even makes sense but what I was observing is how much different threads were coming out of me how much different points needed to come out, how much different things were being said. And I was like, oh my God, imagine we walk around with all of that energy in us. And then we wonder why we feel dysfunctional, why we feel out of whack, why we feel out of alignment, why we feel low, because there's a million things happening 
at the same time that we're trying to process, but we haven't allowed ourselves the time to process it. And so you think that you're focused on one thing and you're not. There's a million things happening in your energy and you haven't, there's maybe there's some things that you haven't dealt with. Maybe there's some things that you have to deal with. Maybe there's some things that are affecting you that you're not fully aware of. Maybe there's some things that have disappointed you. Maybe there's some things that you're working on. And the amazing human beings that we are, all of this stuff is happening at the same time. But we're not often aware of it. And so as I was journaling and all of these threads were coming out, I was like, whoa, 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 what, what's going on here? This is a mess. And I noticed that because I've been living, I've been living my best life, I haven't picked up some of my tools. I haven't done my journaling like I would do every day. I haven't sat with myself in silent. I haven't asked myself, how am I? I've just been going and enjoying it. But what I realized is for me personally, I've come too far with my own personal relationship to take for granted that I need to check in on me. That I need to take account in every day for how I'm feeling, for what I'm doing. And so I was so grateful to just sit with my journal, but it really led me to do this room today because it just made me think like, how often do we give ourselves time to allow the seasonings to sink in? How often do we allow things to marinate? And are we even aware of what is marinating within us? And the way that I am, my arc skin is great. All of your arc skin is great. We've asked for so many things in the course of our lives that everything that we've asked for is trying to make its way to us. But because we keep asking, we keep asking, we keep asking as well, right? It's almost like our frequency that allows us to receive these millions of things that we've asked for. We don't always notice when they're coming in. We don't always notice when we've got them because we're already asking for something else. And so when I was getting ready to do this room, just as I was playing that track, I was like, let me pick a stick. <laughs> and guess what I picked? It was a pick what you need stick which by the way, one of my favorite collections, you guys will hear me say that about a lot of the collections and it literally is because they serve a different purpose. But when you know you need something, so you pick what you need, it's incredible. And of course, today I picked patience because it's marinating season. What do I mean by it being marinating season? When I was going through my journal and I found that there wasn't just one thread that I was journaling about, there was 10, 12, 15, honestly, so much threads. And I was like, whoa, so much is happening in my energy that I'm not exactly conscious of. But the minute I just write, it all comes to the surface because it's there. So one thing that I realized is, I wonder how many people just allow themselves to be not control the experience, not control the thoughts, not control the circumstance, but allow, 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 allow things to surface because they will. And in doing so, that was at five o'clock. I was cool. 
Then by about half past six, seven, I was a mess. And I was a mess until about 10 o'clock. And the reason why I was a mess is because I have this battle with where I am now and where I think I should be. I have this battle with how I see myself versus maybe what, how I want to see myself. I have this battle with, am I on the right path? I have this battle with, am I doing the right thing? Now that's gonna sound crazy to some of y'all. Because on another day, I don't question it. But I, it was necessary for me to have this conversation live and it was necessary for me to share this information with you because we are all human. And what I recognized in that moment of three hours where I was in this conversation with myself, where I was asking these questions, where I was saying like, God, like, I've put years, 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 years of energy into certain things, hours, times, effort. Like, I'm not afraid to do the work as much as sometimes I'm dead ass lazy. There's no other excuse. It is laziness. It's pure laziness. And whether that might look like fear or doubt or whatever other stupid stuff you want to label it with, it's just lazy. And so I was in this battle of, okay, do I keep pressing because maybe I just haven't been pressing or no, have I given all it takes? So I'm bored. I'm actually flipping bored. And because I have these deep, honest, open conversations with myself, like I said, my arc skin is great. And when you ask, the universe gives. So guess what? I thought, okay, Tanya, you've been in this mode for a, a, a long time. What got you here? What triggered this? Why are you questioning so much of your existence? Why are you questioning your choices? Why are you questioning your decisions, your path? Why are you doing that? And so I backtracked so over the last couple of days. I went back through the people I've been around. I went back through the conversations that I've had, because guess what? Things affect our energy and we're not even aware of it. So I had to go back because nothing had really happened. But guess what? Little things had happened, which I avoided, which I dismissed, which I didn't give any energy to. But guess what? They created an impact. So I needed to become aware of them. Why am I telling you guys this? Because there are some things that will niggle at you and they are tiny. They are so small that you will think they've done nothing. But if you ever sit with yourself when you feel off, if you ever sit with yourself when you don't really feel your best, if you ever sit with yourself when you're in the mode of comparing or validating yourself or questioning or whatever it looks like to you and you ask yourself a quality question, what is this? How did I get here? What's affected me? And you just allow the answer to come. Oh, it will come. And so I became aware of some conversations that I had had that seemed like nothing at the time. But they had done something to me on a, on, in, my, in my psyche. They had done something to me in my consciousness. And I didn't like it. But I wasn't aware at the time that I didn't like it. 
And so as all of this stuff was coming up, I was so grateful. I was like, oh my God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to be able to give myself time to process this. I'm so grateful to be able to give myself time to be present to how I'm feeling. I'm so grateful to give myself time to get the answers. I'm not just asking the quality questions. I'm willing to sit with myself until the answers come. Because it's not okay for me just to go through a whole day accepting that I feel shit. That's no longer okay for me. Yo, three hours was a lot. My face was looking like a balloon. I was feeling drained. I was just like, you know what? I'm not tired, but I'm allowing myself to feel tired because I'm drained. I'm not drained by any circumstances outside of me. I was drained from the thoughts that were running on overflow without me being fully aware. <clears throat> so I had to draw some attention to them. And in doing so, when I realized, okay, cool. I've been in this space for about three hours. I need to play an audio. I need to play something that's going to inspire me. Um, I noticed that I was cleaning for about five hours because you have no idea what you will do to distract yourself from doing what needs to be done. Y'all have no idea. And so I became fully aware that I was cleaning, 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 to distract myself from one, doing the actual work, like my work work that I needed to do, and two, from the work that I needed to do inside of me. This world has a way of putting so much influence on work. Get up, go outside, be successful, believe in yourself, be great. But I don't care what anybody says. You cannot be great or successful at anything until you're fully aware of what's happening within you. And those people that happen to just land in an amazing amount of abundant success, money, you see how quickly they lose it when they're not aware of what's happening inside of them. So I'm willing to be aware. I'm willing to have an intimate relationship with myself. I'm willing to question myself and also wait for the answers. Hence why I picked patience. So I'm saying all of this to say that then I played a podcast and in the podcast, it was two of my, one of my favorite authors and one of my favorite speakers. Jay Shetty was on the podcast and this was random by the way. And Rachel Hollis, who has written Girl, What's Your Face? And I, if you haven't read that book, read it. But yeah, I listened to them and they were talking about the effects of COVID and they were talking about the changes that have happened to them in the last year and things that they've started to do that they would never have done before and actually how it's affected them in a negative way. So for example, Jay was saying that he's been married to his wife for five years. And in those five years, they have never sat there. They have never sat down at the end of the day and watched TV. Never in five years. 
He said, don't get me wrong, I will watch a movie, but we don't consciously finish our day, go to the couch and say, let's sit down and watch TV, as in watch documents or series or anything like that. And he said, and we've been doing that because of COVID, we kind of had more time, we'd done what we needed to do. And he's like, I do not like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like the way that it makes me feel. I don't feel so energized. I don't feel so refreshed. I don't feel so focused. And I was like, boom, thank you, God. I've been doing some things that I don't normally do, that I haven't done for years, in fact. And yo, it's messed with me. I feel lazy beyond measure. But you see, some of you don't give yourself permission to put a different level of structure into your life, to put a different level of discipline into your life. So then you're able to see what you can function at, at your max capacity. Many of you are living the same routine you've lived your whole life, the same routine you've had for the last 10 years, the same routine you've had for the last five years. The same routine that you adapted when you ran out of a relationship out of fear, when you ran out of your parents' home out of fear, when you ran out of school out of fear, the same routine that you've been functioning and operating in out of fear, you are still running that today. So you don't know what a break in that circuit can look like. But I've been a circuit breaker. So if you come into my spaces, I disturb some of your peace as much as I disturb some of your demons, a lot of them actually. So I say, let's get up at five. And when I'm real mad, we're not only up at five, we're up at five and out the door running around outside at five o'clock in the morning, in the dark. Oh, it's scary. Or I say, get up at five and we're studying a book that may, if you can't keep your eyes open, it might be a little bit of pressure. But until you put yourself into different methods, into different modes, you don't really know how you function. You don't really know what works for you and what doesn't work for you because you're only doing what you've always done. And so for me, over these last couple of weeks, do been able to do some stuff that I haven't done in years. I know, like I know, like I know, like I know, yo, that is not for me. It's not for me. But because I've been functioning at a certain rate, doing certain things as routine, as habit every single day, you sometimes forget how much they help you. You sometimes forget how much it supports you. But you just need to take away that thing and recognize, oh my gosh, that's why I'm feeling off. And so... As they touched on that point, I was just grateful for the awareness that it gave me in terms of why I was in such a state in the morning. They then spoke about boredom, which was even more incredible. Because the day before on Sunday, I was like, I'm so weird, like I've got so much things to do. I've got so much things to keep me occupied. I have so much things that make me happy and spaced and bruh, I am bored. 
bored. And it really made me recognize that as adults, we don't always recognize boredom. We don't recognize boredom because you've got the kids to look after, you've got a house to maintain, you've got bills to pay, better yet, you've got TikTok to scroll through, Facebook to read through, Instagram to post on. Oh, and by the way, you've got books to read, content to take in, foods to cook, clothes to wash, work to do. You don't recognize bored because we can so easily be distracted so easily be distracted you don't recognize that you're bored anymore because when you're bored you're scrolling through social media you don't recognize that you're bored anymore because when you're bored you're cleaning everything you don't recognize that you're bored anymore because when you're bored you're having conversations and interactions that do not serve you but you see when you use boredom for purpose yo it brings out the creativity in you I got bored in COVID. So I sat down and wrote about 20 collections of sticks. Some have been released, some haven't. I got bored in COVID. So I created a project called Her Story. How are you using your boredom for purpose? Because what we don't recognize is in the boredom, that's where stuff is marinating. When you reach some places where you're questioning everything, guys, it's not because you're off your path. It's not even because something is wrong. It's not because you need to change direction. It's just because you've got to allow some of your experiences to marinate. You've got to allow some of the things that you've been through to sink in. You've got to allow some of the habits that you have now begin to adapt and put into place. You've got to allow them to work. But we wouldn't know that if we quit. We wouldn't know that if we constantly change direction. We wouldn't know that if we give up. We wouldn't understand what it feels like to allow things to marinate if we jumped out every time they didn't feel good. And so I'm just passing through to share. I don't wake up great every day, contrary to what everybody believes. I don't always think I'm making the right decisions or I'm doing everything on purpose, in purpose, on the right path. Don't get me wrong. The majority of the time, I do. I know like I know like I know because my connection to source is so incredible that he always comes through. So after I started living, listening to this podcast and getting these moments of clarity and clarity to all the questions that I had wrote hours earlier in my journal, I then got a message and that person literally messaged me and said, um, hey T, what's good, how are you? You see that question? And my first response was, girl, I'm out here questioning everything. And I just started to answer. 
And I was asking her how she was and she said, I'm mentally struggling. And the minute that she said she's mentally struggling, it was like my channel opened up and I just poured. I just poured. I just gave her encouragement. I gave her whatever was on my chest. I gave, and she said, oh my God, thank you so much. You have no idea how this has helped me. And I went, boom. When it comes from God, it comes from, it has confirmation. Me helping others is, is, is nothing. It's, it's everything, but at the same time, I can't help but do it. I cannot help but do it. If I woke up every single day and there was no money involved, there was, there was no flipping Facebook or social media or posting what you did, guess what? I must still do what I do because it's within me. And so in that moment, I was like, Tanya, in your worst times, when you feel like shit behind a screen, girl, you still find a way to help others. You still find a way to use everything, everything that's been put inside of you. You still find a way to get it out. That's a part of your path. And the minute that I like gave her something and I felt like I was just talking my truth, swear to God, I was just talking about exactly what I'm talking about now. I was talking about being bored. I was talking about questioning myself. I was talking about the battle that we go through with being with um, where we think we should be and where we are with how things we think they should look and they don't look like that. With waking up and feeling great and then waking up and feeling shit and thinking, well, how many times is this gonna happen? And I was like, we've got a false idea of life. Don't ever get me twisted when I say to you guys, you have the power to choose how you want to feel. You really absolutely do. But at the same time, don't run from when you don't feel so great. Don't make it a lifestyle either. Don't make that be your algorithm. Trauma trumps and complaining and not feeling good and nothing's what. Don't let that be your lifestyle because what you put out, you get back. But if you ever go to that place, if you ever feel low, if you ever feel like you're questioning things and you just don't feel great, allow yourself to ask the questions that will bring you the quality answers that give you freedom from that place that give you clarity in that place. Because the same way that you have permission to choose how you wanna feel, you have permission if you choose to give yourself that space. And many of us don't do that. We avoid what we're called to do as much as we avoid even having a relationship with ourselves. You know, when I have those kind of days, like today is the perfect day to have had that day, bro. The curtains would be shut, the blanket would be over my head, and I swear the snack cupboard would be on open and I would love indulging in my mess, in my bed, feeling great. And I'm fortunate to work for myself, so guess what? <laughs> I could stay in bed all day if I wanted to. And what a lot of people don't know is that's how it begins. That's how one person begins. And before you know it, five days have passed. Now they ain't washed their skin. They ain't got out of that bed. Children are coming in and out of the house. People are calling their phone. And next thing you know, guess what? It's labeled depression. 
because when they first went to that state, they weren't willing to ask their self-quality questions. Just like when it gets too hectic outside, so you make a decision, I'm gonna stay inside, I'm gonna stay where I'm comfortable, I'm gonna stay where it feels good. And then the minute you step outside, anxiety attack. The minute you step into something new, anxiety attack. The minute you go somewhere, anxiety attack. Why? Because the first time that you felt like it was unsafe to do something, unsafe to experience something, unsafe to step into something, you didn't question yourself. You didn't ask yourself the quality question as to where has this really come from? The minute you watch a TV program and it doesn't make you feel good, but you go to sleep with that shit in your system. You wake up, you watch the news, doesn't make you feel good. You go about your whole day with that shit in your system. It's so important. It's so important that you become your best friend. You become the person that asks you every day, how am I? How are you? And you answer it. And when you answer it, if it's not an answer that doesn't feel good, open an inquiry. Why doesn't this feel good? Whose feelings are these? Because a lot of the time they're not even your feelings. Where are these feelings come from? Does it serve me to continue to think, feel, or be this way? What habits, what environments, what people, what influences are having impact on this scenario right now? Yeah, this sounds like a lot of work to some of you guys, but I'm telling you guys, when you start to do this, it becomes light work. So I don't give anyone or anything outside of me permission to have any power over me because I'm conscious about what does. When you're not conscious of how the media is affecting you, of how your parents' voices are still screaming loud inside your head, of how people who knocked you or, or didn't say great things about you or made you feel uncomfortable is still living in your energy, of how an experience that was just supposed to be an experience has broken you so much that it's become a spirit, a mentality that you didn't like has become your mentality. When you're not aware of those things, half these battles that you face of these low things like depression and anxiety and not feeling good and being overly emotional is simply, and I say simply because it really is simple. It is simply because you won't have an open, honest conversation with yourself. And so I'm not going to just share. I mean, there was 15 pages in my diary. But I'm going to share a little part of where I was yesterday. Because I know some of y'all can relate to when Tanya's on that side. You can't relate to my high. You can't relate to my vision. You can't relate to when I'm running at 100. But when you hear that I am just like you, you can relate. You people make me laugh, by the way. But you can relate because that's the mess that you hold yourself accountable to so often. And so I'm just passing through to tell you guys that I experienced the same mess, but guess what? I'm not wearing it like a badge of honor. 
I'm not wearing it like a label. I'm not waking up every single day and choosing to dress in that. That's sheep clothing. That's not who I am. It's a part of me, but it doesn't serve me to walk around in that. Some of y'all need to have that conversation with yourself. Get a journal, start speaking to yourself, get your phone, press record and start speaking out loud all of the things that are happening in your mind and then listen back and ask yourself if it serves you. Your one day I was in such a bad space and I pressed record on my phone and I was just on this rant of who did what and who didn't do what and what did what. And when I listened back to myself, it made me feel sick. I was so sick of myself that I said, you know what? Mm -mm. That conversation don't serve me. And that's the same conversation that I would have had if anybody would have rang me and said, T, what's going on? I would have went straight into this is happening, that is happening. And it's so horrible, it's ugly. That doesn't mean that you're not entitled to feel how you feel. Of course you are. But the same way that you're entitled to feel how you want to feel, you have the power to change it or transform it if you choose. You absolutely do. Here's what I wrote. Hmm, where can I start? Because there's just so much here. Funnily enough, this is the same for how I feel currently about life. I feel that I'm struggling to just enjoy. I mean, like seriously enjoy and be grateful for all that is now. I feel I'm being lazy and I feel like I've come back to a place of feeling overwhelmed with what's available, but really and truly knowing that it's possible. What I desire and I require is right here and is easily available. It's like right in the ball of my hand and it's available now. Yet I don't always fully reach. I don't fully run the course. Yet I feel bad with the results that I get. I reach this fork in the road every few years and my bank balance tells me quit. My work ethic says you don't want it that bad. And my results are poor. I mean like seriously poor. And I just get to this place where it's like, God, no, seriously, like, am I on the wrong path? I know what's possible. Well, at least I've heard it for so many others. And although I've seen little shifts in my life and actually big shifts in many areas, when it comes down to my personal journey, it just feels like, oh, okay, my mental postcode, the same, my physical postcode, the same. Oh, my bank balance reaches these peaks and I somehow talk myself back down. Like, Father, honestly, how do I change? How do I truly transform? How do I truly elevate past all that I know? How do I let go, transform and grow? From the condition of my mind to the condition of my home, to the condition of my accounts, friendships, opportunities, beliefs, everything, like what is going on? Now, that's not me saying that anything is wrong, but I cut things off and I realise that they no longer serve me. And then, to be honest, I'm out here helping everybody and I have to ask the serious question, who is helping me and what help do I need? And I'll tell you lot something for free. When I got to that question where I wrote, what help do I need? I shut my journal for about 30 minutes. <laughs> 
I shut it. Because I was like, I don't know what help I need. And fuck, am I not asking for help? And then I went, that's what you do. That's what you always do. Because you, my gal, can do it all by yourself. And I coach about this all the time. And I talk to people about this all the time. And I got awareness. We don't ask for help when we really need it the most. Because it's a state of vulnerability. And the question is, who can really help you if you can't help yourself? But you never know how one conversation, one interaction, one experience can actually really help you. You don't know. And so marinating season can be uncomfortable because you've been asked to sit in some things. You've been asked to let some things sink in. I wrote about this on my Facebook and I said, it's not a quick fry up and it's not a microwave dream. It's not a microwave decision. It's not a microwave conversation. These are the type of conversations that you've got to allow, not control, not force, not instigate, just allow. If you wake up in the mornings and you do a health check, you check your mind and you say, yo, am I focused? Am I feeling good? Nah, it's a little bit foggy. Okay, cool. What's got me foggy? Or yo, I feel amazing. What's got me feeling amazing? You go to your emotions. How am I feeling? Am I being governed by my emotions? Am I allowing my emotions to dictate my decisions? If I don't feel good, does that mean I don't do what I need to do? If I feel good, do I do it with everything? Where can you find the balance? You go to your spirit. What's my connection like with all that is? That's really your spirit. Outside of God, outside of Allah, outside of source, divine universe, what is your connection like with all that is? Do you feel connected to all that is? If you don't, what can you do about it? You do a physical check. Do I feel good within myself? If I don't, what can you do about it? And if you're really magical, you'll do a check with space. And it's in the space that the magic happens. It's in the allowing, it's in the things that you can't control. A miracle wouldn't be a miracle if you knew it was gonna happen. And if you're willing to wake up and do that kind of check, you'll recognize there's some things sometimes you gotta let sink in. When you quickly season the meat, mm, tastes all right if you got a good hand. 
But when you prepare and you season the meat from the day before and those flavors sink in, child, when you cut it and it just, the juice just comes out. And if you don't eat meat and you're a vegetarian or a vegan, vegetables taste dope by themselves. But if you add some seasonings and you allow them to marinate, baby girl, baby boy, the food bangs. It's the same with you. What's marinated inside of you that doesn't serve you that you need to release as much as what is happening inside of you that you need to allow to sink in. Hence patience. Patience. I love that song. It says, when I have patience, I have peace. Many of us don't experience peace because we have no patience. We want the microwave dream. We're here for the quick fry up. We're here for the quick end results. And I want to tell you that divine results do not happen on your clock. They don't happen on your timing. They don't happen when you want them to happen. Guess what, guys? They happen when you're ready. And many of our blessings don't come through, not because they're not coming, it's because we're not ready. We're not prepared for them. But if you understand marinating, you will recognize that in the season of being marinated, you are being prepared for some things as much as you will be propelled into some things. It's about to have a boomerang effect. But if you check out now, if you quit now, if you give up now, if you step out now, that boomerang isn't going to happen. It's like when you pull back the arrow and you pull it back so that it can fly forward. Sometimes that's what's happening within us. So it feels like we're going back. It feels like we're back to zero. It feels like we're on empty, but it ain't that. We're just being pulled back so that we can be propelled forward. That's the power of allowing something to marinate. But you won't know that if you don't sit with yourself. And so when I was talking to that girl, because she just reached out to me, it just came out of my chest. It's marinating season. And I was like, oh my God, God always gives me a word. Because when I was conscious in my conversation I was having with myself, I was so conscious about what I was saying because I know the power of my tongue. So I was talking to myself and talking to God and I was like, but I don't want to complain because I don't want more of this energy in my life. But I've just got to be real with how I feel but I was still asking quality questions. And through me asking quality questions, it didn't take much hours before I got back the quality answers. I never saw marinating season in people. You might see me post some quotes and I'll say something punchy and then I'll say, let it marinate. But I want you guys to allow your experiences to marinate. And guess what? Here's the here's the the universe is full of paradoxes. So it like has something in the right direction as much as it has something in the opposite direction. But they're both two of the same thing, almost like the yin and the yang. And the truth about marinating season is some things we've allowed 
to marinate for too long. Some things you've allowed to marinate and dominate you for too long. And as much as we have to allow things to sink in, in your marinating season, you've got to allow some things to go. Some of the fears that you've experienced in the last year or two, some of your childhood fears, some of your belief systems, some of your doubts and fears, you have allowed them to marinate too long. They've got a hold on you so much so you don't have a hold on yourself. Yo, some of you lot's emotions. You've allowed to marinate too long. Get it up off of you. And when I finished that conversation with the girl, yo, I just went to a state of gratitude. I said, oh my God. I said, God, you just came and took something up off my spirit. So I weren't mad about the three hours that it took me to go through it. I said, thank you for coming and taking some things up out of my spirit. When's the last time that you've journaled 15 pages, 20 pages in one setting? When's the last time you've given yourself that time? When's the last time you've given yourself three hours to just process how you feel? Not really to do anything, but just to process how you feel. Many of you are going to say, I don't have that kind of time. But it amazes me that you don't have that kind of time, but you've got time to run out here on empty for the sake of work, for the sake of kids, for the sake of building a future. Yet there's all these threads in you that are untied. They're almost like loose hamstrings. So you just keep pulling them off and guess what? It keeps creating another one. It keeps creating another one because you're not willing to really do the work. I sometimes wish this shit was easier, but it's not. And I would love to sit here and pretend that it is, but it's not. I recognize that it's a process. And I recognize that if I'm cooking my chicken for it to taste its best, there's a process. There's a cleaning that happens. I hope y'all clean your food. <laughs> there's a cleaning. Then there's a seasoning. Then there's the cooking or the baking or the frying. Do you understand? And all of that happens before you eat. It's the same thing in your blessings. There's a process. But many of us don't like the process. We want to skip the process. So I pray that you continue to allow some things to marinate. I pray that you don't push, you don't force, you don't press in the wrong direction because you don't understand patience. As much as I pray that you're willing to let go of the things that no longer serve you. You're willing to get clear about the things that you've allowed to marinate for too long. 
Some of them flavors are so old that they're bitter and they're out of date. Sometimes your seasoning cupboards are out of date. So this is a reminder to go to your seasoning cupboards and get rid of the seasonings that no longer serve you, but go to the seasoning cupboard of yourself. What seasoned you? What's seasoning you? What's equipping you and preparing you so that you can be propelled into some great things? I'm not talking good things. I'm talking great things. Have you even given yourself permission to be great yet? Or are you holding yourself accountable to those out-of-date seasonings, to those out-of-date decisions, to those out-of-date thoughts, to those out-of-date beliefs? Because the same way that you log onto your computer and it says, this system needs an update, log onto the computer of yourself and recognize your system needs an update. So what I recognize in the habits that I've picked and the lifestyle that I'm choosing in the things that I'm now putting in place, it allows me to have a system update on a regular basis. And so when I step out of that algorithm and now my system's just running and running and running, there's no update happening. My system craves it. My system desires it. I can't expect to grow or elevate or level up if I'm not willing to update my system. How? We only need to look around the world to see that everything is being updated. When are you gonna give yourself the same permission? Have you given yourself the same permission? Do you give yourself the same permission? It's marinating season. It's time to let some things sink in. And before I leave, I'm going to read what the book says about patience. It's not a stick I pick often. <laughs> but it says, patience. Fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. When you have no one to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. That's actually a song. I'll see if I can find it for you guys in a second to go out the room. But patience teaches us to trust ourselves and the blessings of God's time. It introduces us to the power of divine time and the awareness of knowing nothing happens before its time. This stick invites you to tap into faith, trust, and the beautiful tool of allowing. <laughs> Yo, God's so funny. <laughs> Mastering the art of allowing is a whole mood in itself. However, building a solid relationship with yourself and God and the universe and all that is, it enables you to have a knowing that whatever you want or desire is always coming. Just because it's not happening now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. This is a gentle reminder to stay out of the way and keep your vibes up. What needs to find you is on its way. Trust it. Do you know why I laughed? Because I don't read these books often. I wrote them and when I wrote them, I really just wrote them in spirit. And I have so much different collections of sticks that the ones that come with the book 
I don't often, sometimes I'll go through phases where I'll read them every day and I'm much better when I do, just for the record. And other times I just won't. But when I come on to do these clubhouse rooms and I'm, God just gives me a title. He just says it's marinating season. And then I come in here and I just talk. I don't have notes. I don't have nothing. I refer to a bit of my notes. And again, I randomly pick my notes. I'll randomly pick a stick. And if my spirit says to me, read the book, I'll read the book. And you can go back to when I first started doing these rooms. And I said this. And I would just come on here and I'll rant and I'll talk about what's in my spirit. And then I read the book and it's like, ah, how is that exactly what I was talking about? But that's to show you guys that when I say, when it comes from God, it comes with confirmation. It's real. And the more that I believe it is the more that I see it happening all around my life. And so if I don't get confirmation, I don't move. I don't do that thing. It doesn't matter how much I want to. I no longer make those decisions by myself. And what always, always surprises me, which always comforts me, which always lifts me, is that I spoke about allowing. I spoke about this relationship with yourself. I spoke about divine time. And I'm speaking about that in context to my day just yesterday. Just yesterday. And I just come and share from where I'm at all of the time. One thing I will not do is come on these spaces and be fake. And be prettying up everything. That's not what I'll do. This is real life. And I pray that by me sharing my truth, it encourages you to do the same. And by me living my truth, it encourages you to live yours. And so I just share from that space. And then I read the book and I'm like, oh my God, it's exactly everything that I was talking about. But I didn't pick patience yesterday. I picked patience today. Because as I went through my experience yesterday, I didn't go over it. I didn't go under it. I didn't run from it. I didn't avoid it. I went through it. And as I went through it, now I've got the clarity that I need by picking the patient stick. That's the power of allowing. That's the power of trusting. That's the power of allowing. That's the power of trusting. But when we try to control everything, you miss that kind of magic. You miss it. It's happening, but you're not aware of it. I'm out here looking for my blessings. I'm out here being so grateful for them, as small as they may be or as huge as they are. I'm out here living. I'm recognizing that everything is happening now and the only power I have is now. What are you doing with your now? People are planting seeds saying, this is for my future. I'm doing this for my future. I'm, yo, do you even know if that future is going to come? That's not me saying don't put energy, right, into what you want to be or what you want to become. But I really pray that you guys get clear that every decision, every thought, every idea, every 
place that you spend your time, energy, or effort now is creating the future. So what's your posture like in your weight? What's your conversation like when things aren't happening? What do you make things mean? What in your past has a hold on you? What in your past ignites you? Today is the day that in, I believe in 1995, my grand passed away on this day, the 14th of September. Yo, I have laughed so hard today. I don't think you don't understand. Viewers on 5 a.m., I laughed until I cried. I love laughing. I am so grateful for her spirit. You know, I woke up this morning and when we did family prayer, mum said thank you, you know, um, for her life. And I came off, you know, I was so grateful that I'm not conscious of the day. That death don't have that kind of hold on me anymore. I would have known this date, like I know this date, like live to this date, like got to do this on this date, not be happy on this date. No. When I sat down after 5 a.m. before I did this room, I silently said to myself, yo, my grand would be so proud of me. That's what matters to me. Yo, she would be so proud of the way that I even speak about God. She would be so proud of the way that I still have impact in the community, things that she planted seeds in. She would be so proud. Yo, I'm so happy. I don't need to light a white candle anymore. You want to know why? Because I'm choosing to be that candle. Legacy hits different when you know the court that you're playing in. Life hits different. Death hits different. We don't have to be morbid about things that we were taught. Oh, somebody dies. Let's be morbid about it. No, let's celebrate their life by taking the keys, the locks, the chains, everything they gave us and running with it. Let's do that. You give yourself permission to be great. You give yourself permission to experience joy. You give yourself permission to use everything that's within you. You give yourself permission to do that or you give yourself permission not to. That's the choice that we have. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm armed with tools. When I tell you armed, I'm armed with tools. Auntie Shah used to say when she wakes up in the morning and picks her stick and does her gratitude and does her journaling and meditation, she's armed and dangerous. That's my intention. That around me, there is a camp of people that are armed and dangerous. You want to know why? Because they know who they are. They know what they've been called to do. They know that when they wake up and their feet hit the ground, oh gosh, the enemy says, oh shit, they're awake. Yeah, we're not awake. We're not walking around sleep. We're awake, awake. That's my intention in doing these rooms. That's why it's called Shape the Room. I don't want any of you sitting in here comfortable. I don't want any of you leaving here comfortable. I pray you leave with a pep in your step a calling within you that, yo, you remember, I just said this to CTs before I came on the room, that your purpose, it was never a conference call. It's never going to be a conference call. Only you can figure it out. 
but are you willing to figure it out? That's how I pray that you guys walk, leave, come into these rooms armed and dangerous. Go about your life being armed and dangerous because no longer can people tell us who we are. No longer can people tell us who we're not. No longer can people tell us that, yo, that's not going to work for you. Says who? Watch me. Watch me. No longer can people dictate what's right and what's wrong for you. But no longer are you settling in or sitting in things that do not serve you. Because you're willing to do the uncomfortable stuff. You're willing to speak to yourself. You're willing to have a relationship with yourself. Many people want marriage. Nah, they want the wedding. They're not ready for the marriage. They're not ready for the commitment. They're not ready for the truth. They're not ready for what it's going to bring out, what it takes to build. They're not ready. But they're so damn lazy, they won't get ready either. They'll avoid it. As long as you can get a little cock up, you're good. Yeah, I'm that real. I said what I said. So let's really do the work. Let's get married to being the best version of ourselves. Let's get into a deep, loving relationship. That means that, you know what? We don't go over it. We don't go under it. We go through some things and we don't get stuck in the middle either. We recognize when things are marinating, they're just sinking in. Or there's some stuff that we allow to sink in too much. We let it go and then we keep it moving. K-I-M. That's the ability that you have. That's the power that you have. Get hungry like my belly is. Get hungry about life. I'm done. Has anybody got any questions, thoughts, ideas, feelings, suggestions, awarenesses that came up in this room? Maybe you picked a stick this morning and your stick is screaming to you. Like mine is, the sticks are such blessings, like how one word can um, just give you clarity. It's incredible. It is incredible. Um, anyone coming up to the stage before I ch ch check out? By the way, Cece is doing a room tonight. She is back. I'm excited. Her room is going to be at seven, I believe. So we're back in this evening in Shape the Room. Make sure you're here. Do not miss it. Um, yeah, she'll be back. Anyone coming up before I play this beautiful, beautiful song? Nobody? Okay, cool. We're going to play this song and we're going to get out of here. And I pray that you guys seriously have the most incredible, dope Turn Up Tuesday. I'm here for it. Just a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'm hanging on by a thread, and all I'm playing to is prayers. 